Greetings. One must not get one's knickers in a twist. Hello and welcome to the History Emporium and Powers podcast. Now this week we're going to be doing something a little bit different. I actually have a pow on the podcast. Here I interview a friend of mine who is a British-born Muslim with Pakistani descent. The sound quality isn't the greatest, but I think the interview makes up for it. Enjoy. So, uh, what year did your parents come to the UK and under what circumstances? Uh, I believe... My father came first in 1980, I believe. Maybe 1980, yeah. And he came over illegally. Okay. Well, not illegally. Well, you didn't really need much back then. He told me you could just get on a flight and you'd, you'd be able to be here. Okay. Come to live with his brother because he had no one else here. His brother came a few years before him. What about your mother? My mum came a year after... And then also lived with my dad's brother for a while. They lived there for a few years okay. until they got a place of their own. And then they settled here? Then they settled here, yeah. Wonderful. Legally? Legally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they got the British passports, they're British Wonderful, now. <laughs> wonderful. So, um, do you know if your parents managed to find work when they arrived? Um, well, my mum's been a housewife for her like, whole life. But my father, yeah, he he got a job with Vauxhall in the factories and he worked there for over like 20 years. Okay. Yeah. So my next question is, um, I mean, I know the answer to this, but the, the listeners won't know the answers. Okay. So are you bilingual and what language do you speak at home? Uh, yes, I am bilingual. Um, the language you use at home is a mix, obviously, like English and... Um, it's, we call it ghetto Urdu. It's called Bari, which I'm sure some of your listeners will know of. Um, I don't know if it's offensive to call it ghetto Urdu or not, but <laughs> that's what we call it. So it's so kind of like a slang. slang I'm going to put you on the spot, spot now. Yeah, Can you say something to me in your ghetto Urdu? Yes. Um, well, first off, I'll start with the greeting. Assalamu alaikum. Um, uh, what do you want me to say? <laughs> Uh, that you love this podcast. Uh, nah, do you know what I can't even say? Okay, we'll move on. We'll move on. No, I don't want to say it wrong. It's no, that's like absolutely idiot. fine. Do you know what I mean? It's absolutely fine. So, again, I know the answer to this question, but I know other people will not. So, are you from a religious household, and what is your faith? Yes, I am from a religious household. Faith is Islam. I am a Muslim. So, moving on from that one, I just wanted to ask, um, have you ever experienced any racism in the UK? Um, not face, like, not per se, like, no one's ver- verbally said it to me, other than, you know, where I've worked before, but that's people with learning disabilities, that's different. Okay. But you can tell the face face says a lot and I've walked into like when I've been into villages and it's predominantly Caucasian yeah and you see you can get some looks you can tell 
So it, unfortunately, it's still very rife, I believe. Yeah. Um, so it, what? When you went to school, was it mixed oh, races? Was or? Great. Yeah, it's mixed. Yeah. You had everything there: white, black, yeah. brown, purple, whatever. <laughs> it was all there. It was purple. Did they see a doctor? They did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, that I mean, that's good on one side, but not so good on the other. I guess a lot of work to be done. Moving on, I've got uh, another question for you. So. What do you think are the challenges of being a British-born Muslim? Um, it's keeping tradition, and you don't want to change who you are. But there's like there's times where it feels like you kind of people want you to change, like to fit the mold. But okay. I think it's important to keep tradition, but it's important to, you know, try to fit in as well. Like it's not that difficult. Okay. It's not that difficult, but um, people would want you to act a certain way. In, do, do you know what I mean? Do you find that there's a big sort of divide about between like your generation, say your parents' generation? Oh, for sure. Well, I, my parents' generation, that's they're very strict. On, it's it's going to happen. It's time. Do you know what I mean? With time, things get easier and less strict and more accepted. And I just think. Back then, they were here, they came from their country, they stuck with their traditions, and then, you know, work, provide for your family, yeah. stick to it. You don't have to fit in, you don't have to do much. Yeah. Just come here, work, get on with it. So, what are the positives of having a mixed heritage? Oh, firstly, the food. <laughs> food I've got a food question later on. flavoured and seasoned <laughs> well. Yes. <laughs> um, no, I like it because we're, like... The mixed heritage and that there comes a culture and then with the culture there's tradition and i do like that because it's there's like family orientated stuff you know you have your meals together you stick together you look out for each other that side of stuff is is wonderful do you know what I mean? and for 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 me being a caucasian man that mm. was, was from a, a long line of, of british descent yes um i i envy that i see yeah. that i see yeah. big families and i see see groups and yeah. lots of color and warmth and yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think that's something that we don't yeah. have that i yeah. would aspire to have so i think that's that's really cool um so my next question is is there a pressure on first generational communities to bridge the gap between the two cultures uh yeah yeah so because do you know your parents would want you to be like them that's yeah. normal your parents want what they have had do you know what i mean they want their their kids it's normal do you know it's not going to be do you know what i mean what they expect they might not be straight they might not be thinking but what they want is their kid to have what they have yeah and yeah because they're, they're uneducated in those sort of things and that's because they were not born here so, absolutely you know what I mean like yeah. we help them they help us keep tradition but then we have to tell them as well these are the times now <laughs> you know we've got to kind of get with it move with yeah, it so it's not it's not only a, a cultural thing no, it's, a, yeah. a, it's actually becoming it's actually living in the 21st yeah, century as yeah. well so yeah I mean I have the same with my parents yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's the same so yeah it's not necessarily a a culture thing yeah um so again so as obviously a lot of generations have settled here now mm -hmm. um and people are british born 
Um, do you think the next generation will feel less connected to their heritage? Uh, it really depends on the family. It depends how strict they are. Or not even strict, how strong their traditions are. Yeah. Um, if they're a bit more laid back and you know, not really that bothered about it, then yeah. But um, I think they'll be fine because these things are, are your roots. They, they, that's your core. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. You can't really forget that. And... I reckon that will, that will still be there. It'll yeah. still be there. You come from quite a large family as well. Yeah, I've got a big family, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lots of lots of brothers, lots Lot of boys. Of, uh, yeah. I can imagine that was fun growing up. Yeah. <laughs> I had one brother and that was enough. Um, so, moving on from that one, what are sort of the expectations on you in regards to marriage and children? Um, the same. The same marriage someone... Well, this, I can only speak for my family. Absolutely, Because yeah. I have friends, same age as me, Muslim, Asian, everything. And then he's marrying uh, a Polish woman. Right, yeah. I've got uh, many examples, do you know yeah. what I mean? Um, and they're family cool with it. Yeah. So it really depends on the family. Absolutely. Personally, it would be, it would the expectation is the same religion. Okay. At the yeah. very least, the same religion. Okay. And preferably the same, you know, background and that. Yeah. So, say if you met somebody and then they converted to that religion, would that be acceptable? Um, that's ha- that happens quite a yeah. lot nowadays. So yeah, I'd say I don't know. Like, <laughs> if I'd ask my dad that, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I don't know yet. Um, do you know what I mean? It is. Yeah, it's getting more common. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Well, interracial marriage um, across the spectrum yeah. is quite wide, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So. Um, this is a political one so uh, what do you think the UK government could do to build better race relations within communities Uh, they need to get more involved and be more open to discussions a a community is very important Mm -hmm. Um, even with like religion and that it's about accepting each other and um, as long as everyone's being provided the same opportunities do you know what I mean that as everybody else and no one wants to throw the race card, oh, I'm not getting this opportunity because of my colour, blah, blah, blah. Just make it fairer, provide that opportunity for, for the youngsters because it's easy for them once to, you know, yeah. go down the wrong path. But then that also is to do with their families because family is very strong. If you don't have someone that loves you growing up... Like a or, good network. Yeah, or do you know what I mean? Like, who cares about you and whatnot, then you're more inclined to go off, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Sell your drugs... I have quite strong views on what the government could do. Yeah. I'm um, I'm a massive lefty, so I'm yeah. not pro the Tory yeah, government yeah. that are in power at the moment. So for, <laughs> from from my point of view, I feel that the the government need to do more about the way that they um, put things out in the press. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's a lot of race tension sometimes um, the the right wing movement is, is on the rise yeah. and I absolutely think they have a responsibility to put something in place to bring communities together because at the moment it feels like divide and conquer For so sure. fight, fight amongst yourselves sure. at the bottom mm-hmm. and don't worry about what we're doing here at the top so and I think that's how that people command power. Yeah. So that's just my opinion. Um, 
I love multiculturalism, yeah. if that's yeah. a word. Yeah. I, I love all that kind of stuff, and I and I hate that that it's kind of used as sort of like a bargaining tool in their game. It's, so it's, do you know what it is? The media is powerful as well. Absolutely. And they, they perpetuate hate. When they, when they do it, they say, um, like if an Asian person has done something, you'll know his race will be involved, his Absolutely. religion. It will be reported. Yeah, it will. Yeah. And they just, and do you know what? As much as people are ignorant out there and you think, how could they think that? Mm-hmm. They know it's not true. And but the more they yeah. see it and see it and see it, they're going to well, I mean, have so their doubts. Without divulging exactly the area that we that we live in and that we're from so um it is very much a majority middle class white area surrounding london um and i feel like a lot of people try and place the blame on the areas where there is a larger community of of asian people And it irritates me. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but you know what? The the neighbourhoods, they are strong. Like yeah. when you come from these neighbourhoods, like myself, it's multicultural and that. Absolutely, and white, black, whatever. But we get along. We all grew up together. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's and not, I love that. And that's yeah. how it should be. Yeah. And that's how it will be. Not divide and conquer. Yeah. Um, okay, I'll go off on my rent now. <laughs> um, so, okay, we're going to go back to school. So what was school like for you? School was amazing. Um, yeah? Yeah, a lot of jokes. A lot of, I'm really glad, actually, I did go to like a multicultural mm-hmm. school, living in a multicultural area. It just, was there a choice of going to a faith school? Um, I don't think so, actually. No. no, funny enough, no, I don't think so. Just the area we, we lived in, um, the closest school was, was that one. And then yeah. All my other older brothers, because... My eldest brother, he's like, what, uh, about eight or nine years older than me. And I've okay. got a few brothers in between. They all went to that school. Okay, like, great. All of my brothers, so you got many, many of my brothers. <laughs> yeah, they, all the, the teachers, brothers. some of the teachers knew my older brothers and they were like, oh, you're older yeah. brother. He was a good <laughs> boy. Of, he was a naughty one. Yeah, like literally it depends how, how they got in that class. And they, you'd have to meet that expectation. There. This is true. Even in high school. They all we all went to the same high school. Yeah. So from the youngest to the eldest, it's a difference of about seventeen years. Okay. There were still some teachers there who taught my eldest brother. That's mad, isn't it? Crazy, isn't it? Yeah. I say, I mean, diverging slightly. Um, my mum and myself had the same teacher. Really? How mad is that? <laughs> um, yes. I mean, obviously, there's there's a twenty three year age gap, <laughs> but. Um, yeah. No, but that's cool. Do you know, I really uh, enjoyed that. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I've said that I would have loved to have gone to school with you. I think yeah, we would have had a right laugh. But alas, I'm older than you, <laughs> so not by much. Not by much, but I am. <laughs> I am the elder in this room. Yes. Um, I shall show you all the respect. <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. So, tell me something about Islam and Pakistan that is possibly a misconception in the UK. Um, that we treat, you know, outsiders really bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, that is so like far from the truth. And I know that's not true. Um, yeah, because I had this question put to me not too long ago. Yeah. I oh, had they been naughty over there, <laughs> which is completely not the case. They get treated so well because yeah. we, in Islam we are very big on, you know. Um, there's respect, there's like treating, there's even a saying, it says even if your enemy came to your house, you still treat them nicely. With respect, yeah. yeah. And you, they come to your home, 
So, you know, you show them all the love. Yeah. Show them all the respect. Do you know what I mean? Treat them like they're at home. And from my point of view, I mean, I've lived all over the UK and I've met many people from many different cultures. Yeah. And, um, uh, people from Pakistan, people from India, um, Sikh, Muslim, yeah. Christian, yeah. the lot. Um, and, yeah, I think a lot of people who have these uh, perceptions about um, uh, Islam... It comes from the right wing media, yeah. and they've not actually met somebody who is practicing. So, to to me, I have always been welcomed with open yeah. arms. I guarantee you, if you went to Pakistan now, mm-hmm. like if you if we went together, they'd show you nothing but love. Absolutely, you know what I mean, absolutely. And I would take you up on that offer. Yeah. Once we're allowed to go <laughs> somewhere because of COVID, but You're more than welcome. Do you have? Any British-born role models or celebrities of Pakistani descent that you look up to? Oh, that's a good one. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> There's not a lot. Do you know what I mean? Like um, celebrities, we had. Uh, we <laughs> I wouldn't say he's my role model at okay. all, but uh, if you're just thinking about. British-born, like there's Amir Khan. I remember when you first come on the scene, there was yeah. a buzz. Um, but yeah, there's not really... I can tell you who I love, lot. who is actually from the same area that we are discussing. Um, Nadia, who won the Bake Off. Oh, the Bake Off. I love yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's amazing. Um, yeah, so for, for me, that's, yeah. I think that's cool. Do yeah. you think it's underrepresented? Do you think oh, needs for sure. Come more? on, I can only think of a couple on yeah. top of my head, but... Um, yeah, there should definitely be more. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. But I guess maybe what, you could be the next. N- one. Maybe. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, I think what what even British-born Muslims, whatever, because we don't have a lot of guys to look up to. Anyone who's really, I'm going to say, a good role model, they'll be looked up. As. Yeah. But also any Muslim celebrity, because, and it's just a feeling like Muslims feel for another Muslim. Do you yeah. know what I mean? We feel for any human as well, but there's there's it there is. Do you know what I mean? When you yeah. see a Muslim succeeding or something, you just I mean feel I just that bit of thought of Sadiq Khan, Mayor of London. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Um, Big One there. Mr. Big One, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, but he yeah. No, we'll we'll give him a miss for now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but like <laughs> I can think of you know like celebrity sports that like, I know for boys as well. Like you'd see UFC fighter mm-hmm. Khabib. Yeah. Um He's such a good role model. Yeah, like, he he's proud of who he is. He's you know he's he shows the world what a what a true Muslim is instead of what the media portrays. Yeah, so kind, so humble. Do you know Absolutely. What I mean? And even like the greats like Muhammad Ali and then they look up to these sort of people yeah. and what they did in their time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I guess. But we need more. We need more. We definitely need more. I agree. We definitely need more. Um, so I'm putting you on the spot here. Oh, again. Do you know any of the history of the town that your parents are from? Well, I mean, I wouldn't say a lot. I've only been once. I went once, like, five years ago. But, um, yeah, I got a little tour around. I should have gone before, to be (laughs) honest. Um, Because it's it's good to see those things and put life into perspective. Because we're so privileged over here, especially for... Like, so do you notice the difference in um, in the the privilege and oh, possibly the wealth sure. as well? Oh, it's huge. There's other sides of Pakistan where it's, it's, you know, as good as it is here, yeah. as modern as it is here. Absolutely. But there's places like where my parents are from, the village bit, 
um, there's a lot of poverty. Obviously, we, um, we do well, like, we're alright. But there is, like, when you go further down, there's huts and that, and they, you see they're falling apart, and there's yeah. child poverty and stuff like that. It's heartbreaking when you go that, there. That's something that I've noticed when I've sort of seen snippets of television programmes or documentaries yeah. when they're sort of exploring sort of some areas of Pakistan, yeah. like, how how different it is yeah. to, to over here and, and something that I can't comprehend. I mean, I can see it on the television yeah. and stuff, but it's, I mean, you know, we've had this conversation before, but I absolutely hate inequality. Yeah. Um, I'm very anti anyone being um, projected above another person. Yeah. So, it shouldn't be like that. Um, it, no, absolutely. Yeah. And it shouldn't be like that. And... Um, yeah, I don't know what my point was, but um, I'm just I <laughs> we mean, are dig blessed the, over here. Dig we are the right way. You know what I mean? Like absolutely. So right. So my final questions are food related. Good. I was we love talking about food. Mm-hmm. So, best Pakistani dish uh, for me is is a lamb biryani, or nice. even chicken biryani. Any biryani that my mum makes, amazing, is the best for um, sure. And I still need to try some of your mum's food. You do for sure. Yeah. Okay, so best British dish. To be I honest, mean, they're quite boring. <laughs> I'm gonna go traditional. I'm gonna go Sunday roast. Sunday, Sunday roast, yes. Yorkshire puddings, gravy. Could you, know you like mean? mix the two? Could you? I have don't like know if that would work. Put a bit of spice. You or could something. put some lamb in a Yorkshire pudding. Mm, that would be nice. Or make it a wrap or something with some gravy. That would be nice. Stuffing. Oh man, I'm up for that. Making me hungry now. I know. I think we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up and we yeah. can talk about some food <laughs> some more. But thank you very much for thank answering you, all my questions and um, yeah, it's been a pleasure. Yeah.